Happy Pride. Happy Pride, everyone. <laughs> so we decided to make like a Pride uh, special. Yes. Yeah. At least for the time of recording, it's Pride in yes. Norway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a huge event. Yes. And we both uh, really enjoy that event. Yeah. For different reasons. One of my best friends, she's one of the board members in the Pride yeah. Committee. And she said this year they are waiting for the, what is it called, like the national TV yes. to broadcast the whole Pride uh, Festival. Yeah, I read that. Mm, I think she said that would be like the first time in history that... Uh, yeah, that NRK a, is... Uh, broadcasting and uh, uh, what is the political word to call it? Queer, Queer event. Event? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the political right ways to say it in English, but... Yeah, it's, uh, for me, it's, it's amazing when I heard about that. In the queer community, pride in Norway is like Christmas. Yeah. It's really a, a huge party, I, especially when you see it in Oslo. It's, uh, it's a celebration of diversity. Mm-hmm. People are really enjoying. I think it's the first city that I lived in that I never had uh, an homophobic situation. Ever really? Yeah, I think that <laughs> the only w- the only time I was walking hand in hand with my husband next to our house, and a g- very drunk guy started shouting at us, but he was saying like, "You look so good together. Good for you that you're holding hand in hand in the middle of the night in Oslo." Uh, but that's not homophobic, though. No, that is but, more like. A but the, the other guy was oh, yeah. saying, "But these these two guys, they are they." each other in the ass he was like and they uh, were having a discussion they were having a discussion together and the other guy was saying this is wrong you shouldn't yeah. say that yeah. you the, these guys are doing the right thing and they were both really really drunk but that was the only time i i sensed that something was a bit off i feel like when you go to the pride uh, festival people enter the festival area with an open heart it's yeah. so tantric yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> and that's how you can feel uh, really in the present moment and you yeah. go you enter and yeah. people just smile they look at you they can dress in whatever they want and you can feel it's high vibration that's what i feel so i love it um, I, I like when going to pride park and you see uh People that are clearly straight, sitting in the middle of tables, sharing time with their kids, and people with balloons and with flags and music. You can breathe in the happiness Mm -hmm. there. It's really nice. Yeah, I think it's so nice that you can have a queer event and it's for the whole family. It's like a family event. Mm -hmm. I bring my niece from she was young she was always with me we have this me and my sister and now it's extended family we have this uh, date that we go together and the kids learn i remember we went to the park and my niece wanted a flag Mm -hmm. and she was pointing at a flag because you have different symbols for the flags and uh, i think she she pointed at the flag that was uh, transsexual or something And uh, and we explained the meaning of the different flags to yeah. her because we wanted her to know the meaning. So, uh, yeah, she was like, what is transsexual? So we had to d- d- explain this. Um, it's like for symbolizing this. So she eventually chose the classic one with the rainbow, the rainbow. colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's um, interesting what you share with not being um, 
not experiencing any homophobic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you are a, a foreigner too when you are in Norway, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm adopted and I'm Korean. So I'm a Korean adopted. And uh, I think I can call myself open. Mm-hmm. I don't call myself uh, bisexual or anything like a label. I just say I am. So you, you feel that you're fluid when you, you identify yourself as fluid. Yeah, but now you have so many terms. I, I don't even know the difference. with Is fluid a set term? Mm, fluid is a set term. You can... Uh, you can construct relationships uh, with different human beings regardless of their gender, and mm-hmm. you're fine with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's nuances to all these terms that I, I don't even know. It's a lot of terms. There is. Uh, so everyone feels included and represented. Yeah. And I am part of this group called uh, Queer Soul Sisters. Yeah. Wow. And that is uh, adopted Koreans that are... Uh, we don't call ourselves queer, not ev- not everyone at least, yeah. but one member in the group, she's... Um, How many are you? We are kind of, we are many, but the hardcore like uh, group is yeah. um, maybe 10. Wow. We are like 20 people in the group. There are, there are these many Korean women adopted here in Norway? It's a lot. Okay. And men too. Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry for my ignorance. But it's uh wow. we have one man, okay, and uh you have to be invited to this group by mm-hmm. our head uh, or our founder, we call yeah. it our founder seated that's also the board member in the pride, but what's interesting with this group is you are adopted, you mm-hmm. have to be adopted, you have to be from South Korea and some sort of queer, yeah, and I am one of almost one of the original members. I was invited into this group when they were just maybe four or five members. Mm-hmm many, many years ago, and that's where I was dating. I was dating a woman at the time, mm-hmm. but I, I never called myself anything. So over the years, it's been relationship with men and then maybe dating a woman and yeah. then, yeah. And what is interesting with this group, because we are talking about uh, inclusiveness and pride and the focus is gender, right? No, yeah. not gender. The focus is um, sexual preferences sexual orientation orientations yeah. sexual orientation but with this group it's another layer because we are adopted so what's funny is one thing is that we are adopted and queer yeah the other thing is that we are uh, we have this very very interesting conversations mm. and i never thought of it but i was so prejudiced about other asian queers yes not just queers, but Asians in okay. general. I remember the first time uh, she invited me to join this group. Mm-hmm. I said no because I was I don't want to sit in a restaurant with like ten other Asians, and on top of that, they are gay. <laughs> huh? <laughs> so I think it took me a couple of years before I said yes to one mm. of the events, and then when I came to this event, it just became like my second family. <laughs> of course. And to have these role models, like uh, people that are uh, a professor, you know, she's sitting there and she's 10 years older than me and she's a professor. And then she tells me like she was thinking exactly the same, that she was embarrassed the first time she went through mm. Pride Park. Mm. We always meet at Pride. Uh, and she said, yeah, I remember first time we went to Pride, I was walking with 
the crew, queer yes. soul sisters. And she remember she felt uncomfortable. And that is the only time she felt uncomfortable at Pride mm. when she was walking with other uh, Koreans. Yes. Uh, it's very interesting to see what makes us feel um, alienated and what makes us feel... Because it's like being <laughs> singled out. I, 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 I see this like an intersection within the intersection within the intersection. It's yeah. Like, yeah it's like when we have those discussions, it gets really complicated, intricate. It gets interesting. This is why I asked, because it was like, how many are you in this intersection that you are Korean adopted queer women? Mm -hmm. And one guy. And one guy. But I know more uh, adopted Asian uh, Koreans. Queer. Yeah, actually, I do. Wow. Men. I think I know at least five. Mm. Okay. And in in this sense, what does pride mean to you? F I think for me, it means... It doesn't mean so much for me personally because I haven't been through any struggles and haven't, you know, fighted for being who I am or have any issues with that. But what it means for me is for the whole, the whole, for the gay community, for different communities, for other people's... Um, The, the well-being of everyone, that everyone is uh, protected or yeah. safe. So I think as an event, it's, uh, it's very important for, for the whole community in itself, yeah. and that makes me happy. Mm. It's a um, celebration that you, you bring your family to it. How is now with, uh, well, you, you talk about your niece, but how is it with your, your partner and, and your son? With with the pride, yeah, uh, we are probably going there together. Okay, now he can walk, so now he can join me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's why I'm saying for me personally, it hasn't been any big barrier. Yeah, the only thing, I, the only time I felt uh, embarrassed were when I was with a group of Asians, <laughs> and I didn't think of them as. It's not because they were queer; it's it's because they were Asians. That's so silly. That, well, but that is also uh, something that is related to belonging. It happens sometimes. Uh, I had been a foreigner half of my life, actually. And when I had been in Pride in Madrid, for example, many years ago, I felt much more comfortable going with the NGO that I worked with in international solidarity mm -hmm. than going with the Argentinians. You did? I felt much comfortable going with people at my work mm -hmm. than going with people from the country that I, that I was wow. born in. I have the sensation that this is why I, I, I talked about being singled out mm -hmm. and being like, okay, you are... Yeah. Um, But I feel like different. it's a different stigma around Asians. Mm, I think or it's a thing it's about <laughs> being foreigners or... Or being or, singled out. Or being singled in, out yeah. in life. Yeah. Now for me, Pride is a celebration. When I started going to Pride uh, march, marches or demonstrations, it was in Argentina and I, I wore a mask so people couldn't uh, recognize me. I was went, that before you came out? Or did you call I... Came out already, but the thing was that uh, pride demonstrations in Argentina were uh, really, really political, mm. and 
we were marching with lots of uh, trans sex workers and people that were fighting for their lives. And HIV medication wasn't available for mm. everyone in Argentina at that point. It was a political demonstration. I I started to go into those marches because some people that I really care for died. And I thought I needed to be there. But also I knew that being out would have consequences on my work and with my family if people could identify that I was there. Mm. I, I remember the first one, the first uh, demonstration that I went to, I went out of work and in the elevator I put my, well, because I wore a, wore a suit to work, so in the elevator I changed myself into uh, jogging, crammed everything into a backpack, grabbed the mask, and the the building that I worked with was in the same road where the demonstration was, so I had no possibility to change myself and go into the demonstration because the demonstration was right there out in the street. So I changed myself in the elevator, and and I ran into... Like a villain. Into the demonstration, <laughs> yeah. Um, like people in the money heist. And, and I felt that adrenaline rushing through my body brain and my ears like uh, yeah, this tinnitus this this mm. bleeping sound all the time and until we arrived to the government house and people were like screaming their uh, the, the chants and everything and the police was uh, really on to us after that it took me a while until when I when I lived in Spain, I went to Pride, and for me, Pride was a complete different thing. I said, "This is this is great. This is a lot of fun." It was like one million people out in the streets. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, Pride had been many things, from a political demonstration to uh, what you just told. I don't know. I went with my husband to have a beer in the Pride Park. And I walked, of course, with with my work. I work with refugees and migrants. And some people need to wear masks, not because they feel unsafe in Norway. It's because some people can take pictures and expose them with their families. And, yeah. and some, some corners of our society are still struggling on how to make queer identity something natural, I think. Yeah. No, I think it's a super important event. I I feel like I am very fortunate. But to be there and support the event by being there, mm. educate our future generation, like mm. our kids, I feel like that is my contribution. Also the way you treat your crew in, in the studios and everything. Yeah, I feel like it opens doors for people that are, uh, yeah, we mentioned the break that, so sometimes you it can be hard to be not in one of the uh, labels. Mm. Like I shared that I was uh, I d- didn't call myself bisexual, but I was still dating girls. But I had the confidence in doing that without thinking so much about what I did. Mm-hmm. 
But you have other people that are, I think it's very hard because they have these thoughts. They feel maybe shamed. They are in a relationship with a man and then they want to try something with a woman. Mm -hmm. Then they feel shameful because they have those thoughts. And this is things that I had to deal with when I was growing up too. But I could, if I was in a relationship, I could say, just so you know, I, at one point I would maybe like to be with a girl or I have been with girls or I don't know, it's different conversations, but. I wasn't feeling ashamed that I could be attracted to different... Have you ever been rejected by a guy when you said that you had been with girls before? No, I don't think so. Okay, because the other way around is super hard. Uh, I think that is a different conversation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a completely different mm -hmm. conversation. I have never been rejected because of that, but it's not like something I said, but... It has happened that it was maybe okay in the beginning and then when you are in a relationship, the person would be, do you ever feel that you are missing something in our sex life or do you yeah. think about being with yeah. someone without the gender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has happened. But in that sense, I feel that you you talk about this with a lot of pride and clarity in your identity and you're not moving from your ground because of the validation of others or your partners? Not now, but when I was younger, I felt like I had to make a decision. Do I want to go for a girl or do I want to go for a guy? Like yeah. when it gets serious, it's easy when you are in the beginning of your 20s and you can be with people just by, for the fun of it. For me, you could say it was a phase because I was like dating guys when I was partying, maybe drunk, and then having a relationship with women. Yeah, you at the same time. Yeah, in I, that was, phase. I was yeah, I was mm -hmm. in like in a in a very crazy Before phase. Before you decided that I am no yeah, and gay. Then, yes, and then I, I it was like no, I feel more comfortable building a relationship with a guy. Mm. But I feel it's a it's a bold step to to come into the light and not feel that you're going to be rejected. I know that coming out is not for everyone, actually. Mm. Because some people are like, ah, oh, you need to come out. Mm. I, I I have seen cases where you are, I don't know, I know a, a Persian guy that he's the sweetest guy ever. And does it make sense that he comes out to his family? There, His family is very... Uh, narrow-minded you can say or very islamic also mm. so would it make sense they have a loving relationship but maybe it's not for them to go through the coming mm. out experience it's not going to bring them together or it's not going to add value it's yeah i think it's a choice if you want to come out and then if you want to come out as gay or not gay I think when you are gay, it's kind of clear guidelines, almost. Socially, there are guidelines. Yeah, yeah. It's almost easier. And if you want to have, if you are gay and you want to have a relationship or sex or something, you have bars and you have yeah. areas that you can... Uh, you have apps, yeah. You have apps. Yeah. Uh, what I found difficult when I was younger was when you were not in the gay community because you were not gay mm. and but you still were attracted to the same sex mm -hmm. but everyone thought you were straight because it's not something you go out and say like hey i am open for everything it's not like something you <laughs> yeah, say yeah. when you meet people right uh, i i think uh, i remember i felt like that was hard at times 
sometimes I was longing for meeting a girl, mm. and then I wasn't in the whole like lesbian community. Mm. <laughs> and just to go there was like overwhelming because when you are a girl going into that is the Oslo is small, so you just have like one bar. Yeah, yeah. Who's there? Yeah, so if you enter that bar, everyone's like, oh, it's a new chick in town, you know? (laughs) (laughs) The lesbian community, it's very, it's a close community. They know each other and they know like, okay, so when I was dating this girl, they knew about it and it was just all over. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I think Oslo is small regardless. It is. I think so, yeah. I meet people in the streets all the time, which didn't happen in Madrid, for example. It doesn't happen in London, for sure. Yeah, but I think London is like more people than whole, whole Norway. Norway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, Pride is, I think, is a is a great opportunity to to break the labels. You think? Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, no? not in my case. Okay. The labels is good when you have the label, but when you are, let's call it fluid. Uh, sometimes when I was younger, I could go to Pride and I could feel like I was still, uh, I still felt like disconnected. Mm-hmm. If you're gay, you can go to Pride and like, yeah, finally I can be open with mm. uh, like who I am and with other people and it's okay. You can have girls walking, you know, holding hands. Yes. And I could feel sometimes like, uh, I want to feel like this is my day too, but this is just in my head. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know where I want to go with this, but I, because I hear you and I think about that everyone can actually celebrate pride as, as an attempt for connection, mm. right? Mm. It's, it's not something that should be only for the queer community. It mm. it, it should be something that everyone should explore mm. in the place that you are. And I think that's what made Pride so successful. They open it for everyone. Mm. It's okay to to go there with your kids. It's okay to, uh, yeah. You have gay events, like you don't want to go to maybe some of the after parties with your yeah. family. But yeah, yeah. the the main event of Pride, I think they they have cracked the code of making it accessible for everyone. Well, as we spoke before about not feeling lonely, about feeling connected, about knowing that you are belonging, mm. is that is. If that you want to meet me at Pride this year, yeah. you're gonna see that I I have to bring paper towels because yeah. I am just crying the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> I get so emotional. Yeah, yeah. It, for me, it happens the same. It's uh, when you see the the parade. Yes, and I see people with the how they express themselves, yeah. how free they are, how happy they are, and you can kind of feel years of, yeah, maybe shame and things they had to hide in the closet and then yes. they're out. I, I, ju- I don't know, I just, I'm always standing there watching the parade and I'm like crying every <laughs> for me, second minute. For me, it happened exactly the same in, in the Black Lives Matter demonstration in Oslo last year. We didn't have Pride last year. Mm-hmm. So my moment of crying in demonstrations was in Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. And I saw all people chanting together and it's exactly that it's like okay we are here to make a statement and we are here to celebrate who we are mm. so that is for me a very tantric experience mm. when you are experiencing that or when you are attending that with the mindset of being in love mm. in love with yourself in love with others and it's a love event 
um, then you get that experience, yeah. yeah. You can have parade that doesn't make you cry too, but yeah. it's just the amount of love that you can just feel it. The people that are watching the parade or people are in the parade, just like love all all the way. Yeah. Happy Meet pride. pride. Happy pride, <laughs> well, It's meeting pride this year yeah. in the park <laughs> with my soul sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet them. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.